All right. Hello. What's going on? Rich Ryan here is Race Brain Podcast. Another one. All right. So today we are talking about DECA Fit Jack Bauer, myself, super duper special guest Dave Claxton joins the podcast as knowledgeable as hybrid fitness as anybody else. So it was great talking to him. We run through basically all the competitors for DECA Fit, what we can expect. We can touch on DECA Mile, DECA Strong a little bit, do the whole deal. Regular old Race Brain Podcast. Couple of different voices, or just one different voice. A couple of fewer voices. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Here we go. Deck of fit. All right, everybody. Let's welcome first appearance here on Race Brain, Dave Claxton. Hello, Dave. What's up? Um, I, I've made it to the big time. I've finally arrived. Like, like you know, I, I, I've been sitting all day, very excited. Mm-hmm. Trying to plan how to do this, you know, I'm very nervous. No, I'm, you know, what? I'm excited though. I'm happy to be here. You guys have been doing some great stuff. Very impressed. Um, thank you for reaching out to me and not Matt. I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, it's a that's a no brainer. That is the easiest call I've had. Did you guys do a draft on the we OFX, did, we did. It's OFX um, podcast? With, Everybody, check it out <clears throat> with Yancey Culp. We did it. Uh, Bethany Yancey and I uh, went with Yancey. Well, Yep. Yeah. Yancey was on it. He was a little flustered because I told him the rules ahead of time and then he forgot. So we had to get going in the middle, which is great though. It gave us an advantage and we needed it. So he's got a, he's got a lot of stuff going on in his head, probably at all times. He can't keep track of fantasy, yeah, no, no. fantasy he's, hybrid racing rules. He's apparently got something going on. I have no idea in the near future. I can't keep track of his wheelings and dealings. Did you but, draft uh, me? I did. Who drafted Jack? Did you draft me? I didn't get a chance to draft. Where is my list here? We got Jack. Jack. Oh, that's a. This is an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's a that's reason. Fine. It is. It is a culmination of all three put into one. And mm. since you're only in one event, that doesn't really make bode very well for you. That's tricky. So, and I do want to talk about where, strong. Where do you think I'm going to finish, Dave? Well, are we going right into that? We got to right. save it. We got to save yeah, it. Yeah. All right. We'll save it. All right. All right. Teaser. We'll get All you right. there. Stick around. Well, th- that's called a teaser in the business. So, yeah, this is a little interesting. We're going to do a preview of DECA. I do want to talk about DECA Mile a little bit, DECA Strong some. It's a little bit more nuanced. We don't know the players as much. And those are events that happen in independent gyms. So, like, seeing it all in one space is going to be really interesting. And it's going to kind of be hard to predict how that's all going to go. We'll touch on it. But it's kind of a weird spot. Jack and I were both racing in this 12-person race. There's two of us are here right now. We're going to talk about the athletes who will be there. So let's just do our best to be as um, objective as possible. But just know, like, if you say anything that is not glowingly positive about me, I will take it personal. But other than that, like, let's keep it objective. It is now my goal to make you cry. <laughs> bring it on bring it isn't on isn't that like Bracken usually here to be a bully and he's not so I have to bully somebody normally it's Jack but Jack needs a break pulled in like uh, the haircut I'll, I'll, same attitude same the, the duties to Rich yeah actually I have something I mean, to, you have the same appearance as Bracken basically yeah I'm the substitute bald guy um, I have something for you guys because I know that you guys were questioning this uh, I got a message today from Yancey about the layout for Deca Mile. Ah, great. So apparently, and it's a little bit different than what you, we do, what we, or what definitely what I expected. And I think what I had heard you expected when you were talking to Rich Corning. Um, 
you're going to Ryan. see uh, Ryan Corning, my bad. Rich Ryan. Rich Corning. and Ryan. And so too many riches and Ryans. Um, you're going to have the 12 stations lined up all, you know, back to back to back. And then instead of a straight out and back, what's going to happen is you're going to be on the start line. You're going to go down, hard turn back, and then directly into zone one. Then down, hard turn back, hard turn again into zone two. And then down and out. So you're, it's, it, there's actually going to be two 180-degree turns for each thing. So you're doing like a – I think it works out to like a 76.2 whatever. You know, Yancey had the exact measurement. I figured it had to be something like that. The space to do – uh, an 80 meter out and back is like mm. more than you think, right? Like yeah. 80 meters. Like if you look at it on a football field, you're like, yeah, okay. You understand it. But inside of a confined space, it's way bigger than you'd think. So I'd imagine it's just that, like having to kind of split the difference between the two. Well, yeah. I, I trust. Did you get on the farmer's carry and things like that? He didn't get into the farmer's carry. I think that's going to be, um, it's not going to be on that same track. I think you're just going to go, backing out the 10 meters in the opposite okay. direction. So I think it'll work just like a regular mile and strong as opposed to some kind of loop format like you get in the fit. Okay, good. That's how they should keep it. it, should it I, I agree. I don't think they should deviate. They should try to stay as standard as possible with what the what they normally do. So the mile might not be, you know, we're going to get fast times just because everyone's primed and ready, but that course layout might be less, yeah. you know, less than that, ideal. That, that extra 180 We'll definitely play into it. You know, when you're talking seconds, that's going to make a difference. People who have like a soccer background. Yeah. One other thing too, as uh, the stations, when you get to the stations, it will be first come first serve. There will not be assigned positions. And what? And like, so when you run down and then run back and you get to the, to the lunging mats, it's going to be whoever gets their first picks their spot in the mile. Yeah. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> it could be just- definitely. The elbows could be up. I mean, you know, there's not assigned lanes. That's interesting. I figured there would be. Is it the same for the strong? Just like um, mass chaos, like running. I think, to the strong, like... I think the strong might be a little more assigned, but we'll see. Didn't get a ton of detail on the strong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for, just to follow up with what Dave says, this lag's killing me. Um, I've tried not chiming in. Um, just pretend it's like a dollar like only you know an oval like that type of shape like really long and then narrow on the on the edges you're gonna go like left to right like zone one zone two zone three zone so you're doing 10 laps or really 10 and a half because at the end you're gonna you start on one end at zone one and then you finish left to right you're gonna essentially do half a lap to end at zone 10 at the end that's where the 76 meters comes in yeah uh i i I ran it i did some scribbles on the plane and it it adds up that first 160, dude, I'd be starting in blocks. I'm not in the deck a mile, but I'd be like down, <laughs> yeah. like ready to rock on that thing. It's like it's gonna matter, like to get to that first position. You get stuck on those lunges, also. That's that's not what you want to get stuck on, as I've had happened to me before. Right. Yeah. Well, so think too, even the even the passing on the run, the passing on the runs can be so much more difficult than if it was just lanes side by side right? Where you wouldn't really have to make a pass. You just run your own race this way. You're going to actually have to, if you want to pass during the run, you're going to have to go to the outside or go to the inside, somehow actually make a style-esque move pass. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's good that the deck a mile is at the end of the the weekend. I think that just people's enthusiasm for racing and uh, you know how, how serious they're taking it is going to wane quite a bit. 
<laughs> and they're just going to be like, whatever this is, I'm just going to give it all I can and push as hard as possible and whatever the outcome comes. Cause I mean, it, it is, it is interesting. And the first shot at it, who knows how that's all going to play out, but appreciate you that with that Intel, Dave, look at all that right, value, uh, value, value add here. Yeah. How do you, how would you rank rich? You were saying the you were saying the prestige of it is kind of, or the excitement for it's going down over the course of the weekend. What would you two, if you had to do like most to least, what's the most prestigious event? Like which one do you think matters the most in, in terms of like the, for, but for lack of a term, which one do you think is the most important to least important? Dave? Um, I'm, I'm pretty much even keel. I mean, to me, I think, you know, defines on the money. The money's the same for all of them. Mm-hmm. So really it's, it's pretty even. And I know that most people would probably lean towards the fit as being the most important as it's the longest one. It always seems to get the, the more attention. And especially cause that's been the one that has been in the big stadiums or, or big venues. Whereas the strongs and the miles are always kind of in the gyms, not always, but generally in local gyms. I personally am looking forward to the mile the most. Hmm. I think, I think it's just, to me, that's the one I find most entertaining. And I think as someone who's going to be covering it, the mile and the strong, like they could be finishing more likely seconds apart. Whereas, as we've seen in the fits, you know, if you're within three burpees, that's a really close finish, but these ones could be literally, you know, who, who raises the ram above their head last, it could be that close. So for me, I kind of put that mile in the middle. It, It just seems to be the one that excites me more. The mile is going to be cool because it's going to be almost more like walk, watching like a CrossFit event, right? Where they have to kind of yeah. sometimes move the pieces, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you can see how the race is kind of playing out where you can do that in a strong, but it's going to be hinging almost completely on the transitions between the stations, right? It's like, you're not going to know who's doing better on the row until they get to the box step overs. And then yeah. vice, like, like you can count kind of, but it's just going to kind of be like following and seeing who gets off of the pieces first. It's going to be much tighter, uh, but there's going to be more race development in the mile. There's going to be like different things, a little bit more strategy, I think, that could come into play. So, yeah, I th- I, I'll agree with that, Dave. I think the mile is going to be interesting to watch. But, yes, in terms of what is the best representation for hybrid fitness, deck of fit all day. And the other thing with the mile, too, is this is the first time where you're going to have 12 people going at once with it generally like three four is a huge number for it now you're gonna have 12 yeah and because of the setup you're gonna be interacting with each other so it was normally probably when you're doing miles and strongs there's not a lot of crossover with each other a lot a lot of interaction this time they're gonna be like you guys are doing those 180 corners especially that first one there's gonna be 12 of you trying to make a 180 corner there at speed (laughs) you know it's gonna be interesting so so rich um you ran indoor track i'm, I'm just because we had a lag i'll just read my i know, I, know. Um, was, so I don't like it you ran indoor indoor track 800s like on a four lap indoor track those were some hard opening hundreds to get position you, you know what that's like mm-hmm. i think we're going to see something very similar here it might come down to whoever gets the least frustrated because <laughs> i feel like everybody in the race is going to be like this is so hard to like keep composure something's going to go wrong for everybody they're going to get bumped they're not going to get a position they want to they're going to have to go out too hard uh so i think it's whoever going to be who can keep their composure the most i think that'd be like the advice that i would give to people it's like listen this is going to be weird just don't freak out it it's also how many times have we seen it in like world championship level five and ten k's just um what's her name the the really good runner uh stefan 
the Netherlands. You'd see her mm. at the start of every single one of them. Just go right to the back in the Olympics. She, you know, ran three different events in the Olympics. I think she ended up with two medals and a fourth. Um, just stayed out of trouble early on. Make your move later. It's a 20 minute race, real or 20 minute race, know, 17. For, it's yeah, 17 to 19 minutes for the top guys, women 20 to 21 around there. You might even see some break in 20. Um, but yeah, you've got time to make your moves later. I would just stay out of trouble at the beginning personally. That's interesting, right? Like, because the you'll have time to make up on the row, you'll have space on that, you'll have time to make up on the ski. Uh, all the other ones are kind of negligible, and like, if you are one of the faster runners you could probably create space later in that race if you needed to. Yeah. So that's good advice. Honestly, just like you don't need. Yeah. To and, and you know that crazy. If this is a, a 76 meters, so you're looking at like about a hundred feet out and back roughly say that, you know, you're a little lackadaisical getting out of the rower or something like if you just throw in a quick surge, you can get around someone in that hundred feet. It's, it's a really tight turnaround right there realistically. But if you, if you're a strong runner, you can throw in a quick, three, four second surge, get around someone pretty early on if you avoid trouble early um, and don't get caught up and then just get ahead of them like on the in-between areas. So what's one, what's one storyline that we're interested in following from the race itself? Let's just, we'll do deck of fit first and then we'll talk about uh strong and mile later and how the what stories that we want to follow there from the actual participants. Dave, what do you think? What's, what's one thing you're looking forward to on the women's side? to start that you're most excited about seeing how things play out. Well, I guess recency bias being how Chris Roglowski comes back after a hundred mm. miles of WTM this weekend <laughs> and then jumps into this. I can obviously night and day difference of, of type of event. And I mean, we've all learned not to underestimate Chris Roglowski at any time. And yet the same, same thought process is she is human. And at some point that tank has to run dry a little bit. So can she come back and all of a sudden get that red line speed compared to a hundred miles of endurance that that'll be, you know, how she does it, no matter what she does, it's going to be interesting to see her play out. I personally think there's going to be a little drop off. It's just, it just has to eventually. <laughs> this is an area like where, yes, I don't, I haven't doubted her no. in a long time <laughs> after maybe after the second or third hundred miler and she came back and did well. Really, it was after High Rocks into Big Bear. I was like, oh, nothing matters to this person. No. But the polar opposite side of event this specifically is for Deca Fit versus what she's been doing, even if it's like a Spartan Sprints or your 3K at OCR World Championships, even though the time domain might be similar, the style of fitness is much different. And I think that, and maybe this is just my bias coming from this space, that the specificity for something like Decafit really matters, right? And it's like the generalization that she kind of has has like created and like how well she's been able to do lots of different events. Like the translation might be up. I don't think it's going to be because of a lack of like recovery on her end, but more of a lack of specific training toward this event. And maybe she is training for it. I don't know. But like we haven't seen her since. I think she qualified where, Jack? In Austin? Early on, yeah, I think it was Austin. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that the fact you, you mentioned High Rocks to Big Bear in that order, it went from explosive high intensity to grind it out? This is World's Toughest Mother is the epitome of grind it out, going to 
high intensity. You think that if those two are switched, she did DECA, that might not have affected her 100 miles at World's Toughest Mudder. But because she's going from 100 miles to the short explosive, I think that that's going to be the limiting factor. Like she, she was able to do Big Bear because it was a two-hour race where you're not at an all-out effort for anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, depending on DECA mile or DECA fit. She was able to go up a mountain, use her, you know, her aggressiveness on some tough downhills, got a power hike and walk a little bit. This is going to be a, a much different body experience. Yeah. And in terms of like the body experience, body recovery uh, on her end, like I'm not even going to even try to understand. Right. I just think it's a specificity, like how explosive is she going to be compared to uh, Tara Jackson? Right. Who's just been like, working hard in this specific area at the ski, at the row, at the bike to be as explosive as possible and just kind of manage the running or whatever, or however good she's going to be at the running between like, I, there's not enough space. I just think there's not enough space. No. And, and now you're talking about when she did high rocks, right? She went from high rocks, which is like an hour and 15 minute, but like a sub hour, 10 minute grind to big bear, which again, you know, was a similar two hours. It was, somewhere a super. In that. it was a super that year. So it was, it was similar super, time, okay. time domain. Yeah. Hour, and half, hour 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. But this we're going from 24 hours to sub 30 minutes, 24 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big difference and I'm not doubting her in the least more. What I'm doing is, is saying that she's in against some really big, good competition. And, you know, not to doubt her, but I just, I can't take anything away from the girl she's racing and how good they are. So Chris is always going to be one to watch. She's very compelling. She's very inspirational. When, when she's out there, people want to want to see what she's capable of doing. So of course it's a great one to kind of look for Jack. What's the story you're looking forward to on the women's side? Yeah, just real quick on Chris, I just wanted to mention one other thing. This might surprise you. So we only have data for DecaFit, um, splits in DecaFit. You've only had a handful of times that everyone's run it. But at the end of the day, Chris Rogolowski split 1402. When you look at her workout splits, Lauren Hmm. Weeks went 1416. Vivian, 1408. Tara, 1423. So Chris can move with that high intensity stuff. And I think that as long as she can kind of, she might be able to lose 30 seconds there, but kind of fake it through the runs because she's so good at compromise running that might keep her in the game it's like is like when we're talking about it i'm like saying i would be surprised to see her on the podium but at the same time i'd also be surprised if she wasn't on the if she like i wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't on the podium (laughs) you know i'd be like ah yeah of course she's just like as a gamer is gonna come and bring it and she's gonna figure out a way to do it when it comes when it comes time to to race so um yeah i don't know good one I'll, I'll give her the straight out um you know chalkboard material i, I got her seventh finishing in, in her inner spot same yeah. um in. no she qualified sixth no sorry one two three yes yeah, oh, so right, 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 right. back one all right sixth. well how about that three seconds behind fifth yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, Dave, I have a question for you though, since we're, you know, given chips on Chris's shoulder right there. So Bracken, <laughs> yeah. you, I'm sure you heard him say that if he could fight anybody in OCR, that's who it would be. Um, do you think you'd be able <laughs> to take on Chris in a fight? Do you think you'd, who me? That? How would that end up? I know you, you've got a martial arts background. He's got a yeah. fighting background. I was, you know, I was a little disappointed. Nobody wanted to fight me. I was well, that's like, why. 
<laughs> well, if it was, if well, I Nick would Richard's definitely want to. Well, you got to go with him. You got to go. All right. But if, yeah, if I, if I knew you didn't have a, a martial arts background, I definitely want to fight you, Dave. But since you do, all I don't. Right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm not very big. I'm little. I'm short. That's all. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So, um, so I got you said that you wanted. Go ahead, Jack. Okay. I, I was just picking up on Rich asking about uh, my storyline for the women. Yep. Um, I think Lauren Weeks, how good is she going to be now that she's a little more removed from pregnancy? Um, and you know that, you know, this is not the first time she's done this at this point. Uh, just like the rest of the field, I think they're going to push some ridiculous times. I think we might see a sub 33 on the women's side. And that's what I'm excited for. And I don't, I don't think you're going to see women who are doing two or three events such as Lauren, Alondra Greenlee's and all three, Bridget Browns and a couple, yeah. Tara Jackson, you know, she's as fit as anybody. I think they're gonna they're gonna bring it and not save for day two. They're gonna go all out in that uh in that first one and just see what happens. But I think you're gonna see a, a sub thirty three. I like it. And that the as standardized as these courses are, the thirty three twenty eight that Lauren ran in West Palm, those were fast sleds because of the floor, right? The polished concrete, it uh, it did create I think 20 seconds advantage on just the sled by itself, or I think I said 20 total, 20 total seconds, say like 15, 12 to 15 on the sled. So like the time is going to be kind of hard to determine, but if that's a sled where that, if it's a floor where that sled is sticking and you still think sub 33, that'd be something. I, th- I think you make a good point about this, the, how that tank moves just from personal experience. I did the one DECA in Chicago and my tank time in Chicago was way faster than any of the tank times I've done in a strong. Hmm. And for me, who's not the best runner, I would, I had anticipated by that point to be so gassed that it would be way worse. And I think that, yeah, especially on the pull when you're, Hmm. cause I was doing the row style when you're doing that, it just jumps forward and it could be, but this is probably going to be a similar style venue, right? It's going to be that, that typical type of floor that we're seeing. I don't expect it to be much different. So I think Jack might be right. I think you might see, see a women's best time. Cause they are going to push each other so hard. Like you look at how close those times are. It's insane. Like I, yeah, I could see them pushing each other doing a record again. Just stylistically the way that this, the way that Lauren likes to run a race. That to me is really the story of the entire women's deck of field. Uh, deck of field is like, will the chase pack engage early or will they try to track down late or will they not engage at all? <laughs> Cause in deck fit West Palm, there was no engagement up front and like Tara, Bridget, Vivian, they were all in that race and did, and they luckily those three were together to push themselves uh, to get these really fast times. But Lauren basically had the lead that she had that she won by, by like the second station. You know, so will they look at her splits like Jack had mentioned and be like, well, look, she isn't, she's not crushing these stations, right? Like maybe she will fall. Maybe maybe she will come back. And if we bide our time correctly and maybe make an appropriate move earlier on to kind of reel her in, but she just broke that string as soon as the race started. And then it was a race for second. And, you know, adding in a couple other women in here, like Alondra, like Chris, like uh, Cassandra Carroll, um, who will, who can be aggressive and maybe they will be. I can't imagine Alondra's going to sit back and let somebody take the race, 
but um, that to me is what, what, what I'm looking forward to. Like how engaged are these female athletes going to be and how much are they, how much space are they going to give Lauren up front or how much space is Lauren going to take? I guess is a better way of saying it. Yeah. Rich, you, you said basically from the start, there was a gap after the lunges, Lauren had an 11 second lead over Tara. She beat her by 16 seconds at the end. So the remaining 30 right. minutes of the race was five seconds apart. That's it. Right. And so they were, they were reeling her in for sure. So that to me is what's going to be interesting. How is it going to play no, out? They, How's they the- maintain the same. There was only a five second difference. They lost five seconds over the next 30 minutes. So basically mm. they just kind of ran staggered with each other the rest of the race. Right. Right. So it's like, and Lauren will just take it there. She'll just take everybody into the pain cave. She'll go there herself. She's not afraid to. That's just how she likes to run. And she can just sit there and deal with it. Um, and are the, uh, is everyone else going to be fit enough to do that or willing to do that? I think that's the first 500 meters, I think, is going to be the most interesting part of this women's race. I think it's going to be I, I'm more interested in the close because I look at it as I think Lauren's greatest threat is Tara Jackson. And Tara is not going to go out with her in the beginning. Tara's going to sit back. She's done enough of these and she knows herself. She's going to run her own race and hope to close at the end. And the other part about it is I look at is since that race in West Palm, who has stepped it up, who has improved, who has dropped off? What has their build been to this point? And that's again, where I look at Tara and Tara has been building and building and building and building. And she looks in incredible form right now. And I actually think she can get it done. Hmm. Where is she going to gain that time? I think her runs are going to come in better and just, just gap piece by piece by piece. I don't think it'll be one section and her time's not that far off. I like it. It's not that far off. And they're like, how much they're within seconds of each other on each station, like one to two seconds. There's virtually no difference between the two of them during a deck of fit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, another one I'm interested in is seeing uh, Cassandra Carroll back on the scene. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, I, that was who I was going to mention. She she's oh, nice. dealing she's dealing with an injury, so she's kind of a game day decision, unfortunately. Oh, bummer! Because her at her at her like fittest, I think, is a real threat to this field. She, she ran like a thirty flat or a thirty eleven, something like that, for a five miler earlier this year, so she can run with anybody. Um, one other thing, that, one other storyline that just thought I'd mention, um, when, when Chris, she ended up winning higher championship, everyone was like, oh, well, Lauren was pregnant. It stinks that we didn't get them at full strength. Now you've got Lauren not pregnant anymore at full strength, but Chris is coming off a world's toughest mutter. So we just can't seem to get the two of them head to head in a hybrid fitness race where, you know, neither of them is compromised. High Rocks Manchester. Yeah, exactly. High Rocks Manchester. Yeah, let's give us give us a couple more months. Yeah. Give us six six more months of uh, letting this all play out, and I think that's where we'll, that's where we'll see it. Um, There's one other thing on the woman's side, and I don't really think this is a big story, but this is just someone that we don't talk about a lot, and is again with her deck of fit slowly getting better, better, better. Is Vivian Tufudo, mm-hmm. and each time she steps out there, she gets more and more dangerous. And she is one of those people that just seems to be under the radar. Do I think she's going to win? No, but I do think she could sneak on the podium. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's been very impressive. She had a 68-minute uh, de- uh, season debut in High Rocks where she's cut down. I think her first High Rocks was like a 120-something. And last year she was like high one-teens. So like her fitness is there. And like her just ability level as an athlete is probably as high as anybody else in this field in terms of like what they've accomplished at in, as a collegiate athlete or a scholastic athlete. Um, so yeah, and she was like, what'd she do, 13 flat? Deca strong. Yeah. So pretty good. She's legit. Legit. Let's go to the dudes first and then we'll go through and and then what we're going to do, we're going to go through each person once we kind of give an overview of what this is going to look like. And we're going to be like, are they going to finish higher, lower or at their seed place? Just so we get more time to talk about some of these athletes, Jack on the dudes. What's your, what, what are you looking, what are you looking forward to? Outside of racing. I mean, let, let's be honest. It's how fast can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how, how fast can Rylan and Ryan Kent and potentially you and anybody who else goes with them push it? I, I think that you saw a, a clear separation of pack because you kind of went for it instead of, you were going for time rather than place in Palm Beach. And I think that that was to your detriment. And then there was a huge cluster of people really, really close after that. And that kind of allowed it to be a two-man race up front. I think that if you play your cards right, especially given like the the recent 5K that you dropped um, and just your intentionality with your training and stuff, you can make this a really strong three-person race up front. Um, I don't think any of those three spots of the guinea at this point. Do you think on like the possibility of going under 28 is on the table here? Mm, no, I don't think so. I I think that if separation is created by you know kent and uh and uh rylan they'll if they see that there's a gap they might kind of race each other but not the clock at that point knowing that they have two more events the next day they'll i could see them doing just enough to stay ahead at that point while conserving a little bit in the tank because they probably view each other as their toughest competition at that point if they're able to you know drop guys like you um off the lead that's just my my take good luck the um the because like their deck is strong times that were broken out from West Palm, like how much faster could they get? <laughs> you know, like I think Kent was like eleven fifteen or something like that. I ha- I could pull it up real quick. But like and then Ryland was also like eleven eleven oh eight. Eleven oh eight for Ryan Kent. That's yeah, and, and Ryland was eleven twenty nine. Yeah. Right. So like that's crazy. <laughs> like, could, like doing under a, eleven in a for all of his stations. Like, how much faster? It's gonna have to be on the running, right? Like, if if Kent, I know Kent has been working on his running quite a bit, and he's gotten faster, and is it's he's like really strong, he's super fit right now. So, like, if he can take that seventeen twenty four that he had in West Palm and make like a sixteen fifty, you know, like that's not out of the question. I don't think. Well, when you look at the two of them together, I look at right now, Kent looking strong, healthy, and ready to go. Saw Rylan in Blue Mountain held together with kinesiology tape and faith. Go over to Greece and more of the same. And then back on the bike. I cannot see him coming in here at 100%. Whereas again, I look up again, the build coming up to this. And I think it looks like from a distance that Kent has just had that better build. I agree. 
and the only pushback is that you know Ryland's still performing well, being held together with kinesio tape. <laughs> you know? oh, he's, he's absolutely amazing. There's no doubt about it. But when I think of these two guys racing together, I I, I just think that right now it to to win is going to take that extra one percent, and I think right now Kent might have that one percent. So just to add on to that, though, I think race readiness plays a factor that can kind of offset that 1% health right there. Because when was how many times has Ryan Kent stepped into the on a course this year? The last time he did was September 3rd in Palm Beach. Ryland's racing all the time. He knows that race feeling. He's used to having someone on his shoulder very recently. I think that that's going to help him out personally, despite being held together with duct tape. <laughs> He's definitely race sharp and not just from like the feeling of it that like, say like uh, Kent or myself who's just been specifically focusing on this could try to put together in training, but like how to engage, how to bounce off other people and how to like make moves and everything. Like I agree, Jack, that's a great point that Ryland is going to have that sharpness and that competitive piece is like really ticking with him right now. And like, he's very confident and like, He's not just like going to go away. <laughs> so like no. where Kent, where Kent would have to take him. I mean, like he's just going to have to hope to be around on the burpees. And I don't think Ryland will be able to out burpee him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what's going to make it such a great race is, is that it's this close at the top. There's so many epic battles, but this one is, is huge. It, and it's a pick It really is. Like you said, you're talking about, 1% difference, whatever it takes. And that may, it, it could come down to something as silly as struggling with the straps on the, on the rower, getting your feet out. That, that kind of mistake could be what costs you. Hey, what about on your end? We talked, you know, the top, the uh, Ryland versus uh, Kent rematch as it would be is definitely compelling, right? Like the, the young gun versus kind of like the seasoned veteran in this space. <laughs> you know, it's only, there's only been like a two years of deck of it, but uh, Kent is kind of the, what Ryland will be in like 10 years. So what else outside of that, Dave, are you looking forward to? Um, well, there's a couple of things and I'll, and here you go here, Jack, you ready? I have Jack moving up the ladder. Whoo. Yeah. Because I figured. Right, where did I, so. That's right. Where did I put Jack? I'm looking at my fancy board here. I had Jack moving up three spots. All right. Ahead. Because I look at it again um, I, I worry about like, I mean, I could go through it cause I don't know if you want to go into this too much, right? But I looked at Mark Gadette coming again off world's toughest motor, maybe not being in the best shape for this one. can see him drop off. Um, Chris Woolley, I worry about the travel, things like that. Uh, so it's a long trip for this. He could be a little bit off. And, um, then I look to it like Killian Killian's good and fit and everything, but I think Jack can take Killian. I think, you know, he's had a couple of times where he's, you know, he had some bad reps or not bad reps, bad credit judgment calls will be whatever the case may be on the lunges. And I think that costs time. So I think, I think Jack could move up like three spots. Yeah. I, I was like, one burpee behind Killian in Denver and two behind Nick Riker. Granite Riker ran a suicide pace for half that race and faded <laughs> back to me. Learn, um, learn, learned about yeah, altitude I, I, that day. I would, yeah, I would be upset if I'm, not at least eighth place personally my my fitness is a lot better than it was in palm beach and i'll let the results speak for themselves everyone else might be fitter as well but worst case i set a big pr 
So my thing that I'm looking for, yeah, Jack, I agree. You're going to do great. It's going to be oh, fun. Patronizing. <laughs> You're going to be amazing. It's because Bracken so, and, and Kirk aren't on the show. That's why we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so put you, I'm just going to put you in a headlock. The yeah. I'm interested in Anas. Yeah. Uh, how do we, how are we pronouncing any idea? Zuhuri? Anas? Zori? Zori? Like, Zori? Like Zoro? Like Zori? Yeah. Zori? Anas Zori? Yeah, that sounds right, even though I have no idea. So I'm very interested in him. In terms of a runner, I put it in Google Translate is, and it has like a, a dictation, and I just listened to it a few times. So smart. Smart. That's what, that's how Jack spends his And days. I think it's an ass. Like the an letter ass. N and then ass, like an ass, not an ass. Okay. An ass. An ass. Yeah, I think just we're, you know, with the English language, we don't want to have cuss words in our names. Yeah. So we're just <laughs> we, we we steer around it. Yeah, Jack, I, I would love to see your your Google history just like copying and pasting uh international ocr athletes into the google translate bar and be like oh wait till they hear this one dummies uh, so anas zurui uh i think it's very interested very very interested in how he's going to play out here he is a sub four minute miler who has then packed on some some mass he seems to be able to to move through the stations fairly well his time's 3102 which was months ago so he could be in the lab and obviously a guy who's been able to get himself to that level of an athlete at any juncture of his life knows what kind of work needs to be put in to improve and to like get himself there. Sometimes these high level athletes aren't that interested in doing that after they've gotten themselves to that level before. So I don't know what his motivation typically is uh, or what it would be like uh, for this specific event. But this dude could come out and he could run insane. <laughs> he might be a real factor in this race from the jump until maybe halfway where like the people who are going to be more fi- efficient at the row, at the ski, maybe the bike, he's still around. Um, maybe he's around for the whole thing. Maybe he's on the podium. I have no idea. <laughs> he's only run two of these. He's not a high, he's not an OCR athlete. So we don't know much about him and like how he races. Like, I just want to see it. So I've, I've talked to him quite a bit since the last time we raced, he's 20 pounds lighter than he was before. Bad news. for bad. <laughs> his, uh, his runability. He, yeah. he's not traveling from California for nothing. That's what he told me. I think he is in monster shape right now. I, I, since you brought him up, he was going to be like my bold prediction for the weekend. I think that he could potentially get on the podium for this one. Just come out of nowhere, despite his seed time. But you love picking runners. You'll do it every time. <laughs> well, isn't it? Yeah, but Anas <laughs> has done pretty well in the past, to be honest. Like, he's taken down Chris Woolley there. He His first one, he was just figuring out what the heck he was doing, and he snuck between me and Cole in San Jose. He's specifically been training for this. Um, he's he's going to do work. That sheer split foot speed is terrifying. Mm-hmm. No, I and he's someone I could see going out of the blocks and try and hanging with Rylan and Kent right out of the block. The question is, how will he be after the skier? That's that's what I think too. And you know, you can get better for sure on a skier, but like those dudes are like in the mid one forties for the five hundred on that, right? So you really have to kind of put out and be good at it. And I think he might take it out. 
I could see him being like, look, I'm going to establish myself here. I'm the fastest person here. If anybody wants to play, we can do it right from the start. I'm not waiting around for any of you guys. Like I'm going to go. Um, and that might be his strategy when coming to, he's not going to be able to do ski as fast. Maybe he probably won't do the bike as fast, most likely. So maybe he's like, maybe if I can give myself a 20 second cushion in the first 1500 meters or something like that, and just kind of hang on. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out hard. Yeah. The question becomes, like you say, does Rich, that, if you had to guess who has the faster split from their PR, sorry, there's a lag. Um, if you had to guess who has a faster air bike and later you were an ass, who would it be? Uh, him can actually close is what it's well compare comparing me in the last two races I ran isn't I wasn't (laughs) I'm giving you crap from from your past race (laughs) yeah that's not that's not a a, a, I just had to bash you on the him (laughs) I knew it it was obvious nice try yeah (laughs) yeah um so yeah so I'm interested in an ass on this one I think it'll be very interesting to see how that all plays out. What do you think about our boy, Nick Riker? How's he going to do? I think he gets fourth. Right where he sits? I think he's going to stick his nose in it. He's going gonna to be tough. He's fit right now. He's like good in the machines. He's good at the stations under duress. His station mod is very strong. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just like, it's like one of those things, man. That's it. What's the old saying, Dave? If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. Yep. <laughs> That's Nick Riker. He's got that tattooed on him. I, I think he's going to do well. I think he'll be right there, fourth or fifth, right in that area. He's very fit. He's very fit right now. And he's he's a guy who's focused and really wants this, whereas there's no dabbling elsewhere. Like, this is, you know, well, I mean, you know, he he wants to be in on this. He's focused is this tongue-in-cheek? I'm not sure. No, no, I think he's pretty focused on it. He's, you know, well, you never know. He might be more focused on Spartan 3K now. So Spartan 3K, yeah. Savage Series. You know, intramural softball, you never know. There's different stuff in his world. Uh, All right. Shall we pull this up and kind of go through? Do you have do you have graphics for us today, Jack? I heard there's some special presentation you have. Is there anything that you that I've kind of been reading random? Yeah, I've been reading random stuff in the background, so I won't share the details. You know, we could have been talking about it already. We could send it to Ian. You can have you could post some stuff if you if Dave and I are going to be talking about this during the broadcast when we're doing the covers. Ah. So you'll You'll see the cheat sheets. OCR report. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dave, you're doing, is it just you on Saturday? Uh, I believe so. Cause Jack will be busy uh, exceeding our expectations. Picking butt. Uh, in the race. <laughs> yeah. So whether he jumps in on the ladies race or not, we'll see that. I guess I'm planning on yeah. <laughs> You're going to do out. that. That's like 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't need to move. It's just talking. Yeah. <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Pass it back to Jack on the ground. Yeah. Great insight. Your, your brain's going to be completely broken. After these races, I like, I, I actually have a headache. I like, I'm kind of delirious for a while. So maybe I'll grab the mic too, Dave. Maybe I'll get yeah, on. Everybody jump in. Oh, round table, whatever's going on, but it, it should be good. I'm, I'm very excited to, to do that. It'll be, it'll be nice to have the race that, that's going to be that close with that many high end people to, to cover. It'll be awesome. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool. I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're jumping on it. No one, no one better suited for it. And then, uh, yeah. So, and on, wait on 
Sunday, Jack, are you going to be on site or are you going to be like also with Dave, Both? like through something like this? No, we're going to be on site. We're tag teaming it. Yeah. Oh, Dave, you're going to be on site. I am dude. I am racing in the top 12. Yeah. Re- relay. Yeah. Dave's a <laughs> I got, I got a qualifying spot. Damn, man. I missed, I missed OCR reports. Like, like that is just how far the roll down went. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which t- in, uh, um, in the men's relay. Men's relay. Yeah. All right. What's your team name? Is it this? Is it the team you put together for OCR stars? Uh, no, no, no. Actually, so my original teammate, to be honest, got hurt. I had to get a fill in. So, uh, well, we're we're going with it, and we'll see how it goes. It should be. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push uh, McGee and Goddard. They they don't have a prayer. Chumps. The uh, <laughs> what's that drive? What do we got? We got. Let me guess. Hold on. Uh, let me. Is it nine hours? Give or take, pretty damn close. I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a cruise. It's oh, that's easy. That's light. That's light work. That's right. That's light. You're gonna, you're gonna pop through Philly. Get a cheesesteak while, you while you're in town. I did have a Philly cheesesteak once when I had a layover at an airport. There, <laughs> you got it at the airport, like a Chickies and Pete's or something. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was a long time ago, but yeah. All right, that sort of counts. All right, let's bring this up. So what we're gonna do is gonna go through everybody and we're gonna talk about them a little bit, just so we can get. I mean, there's only 12 athletes. On both sides, so we can give them all a shot and just kind of talk about where we think they're going to end up. So, not necessarily predicting, but kind of if they're going to exceed or uh, what's the opposite word I'm looking for here? Exceed the opposite of exceed. Like, is there a direct word for that, Jack? Fail to exceed. Fail to exceed. <laughs> That's that sounds right. Their their place to disexceed. Disexceed. Yes. Put that into Google Translate, Jack. All right, Lauren Weeks, Dave, first seed coming in. Uh, me, I, I, I have Lauren coming second. Ooh, so down. How about that? Jack, she's gonna win. She's accurately seeing. I'm also gonna go same. She's accurately seeing. It's just gonna be like her fitness should be better. I don't know what to make about the battle bunker. You know, you wouldn't think that yeah. someone like someone like Ida would be able to beat her on that first event. That's basically all I'm looking at is just that that first event, which is going to pre- be pretty close to the the output um, of a Deca. I would say, give or take, whatever. Like just you know. So I was surprised that she got beat in that event, right? And even someone like Callie Schweikart, who got off of the rower before her. Right. Like, so, and this is only her second time. Maybe I'm talking myself out of it. Maybe I'm talking myself out of this. It's I don't know. Someone else talk. I'm starting to make sense is what you're someone, thinking. Someone, someone else talk. Someone else talk. <laughs> All right. So we got Tara Jackson next. Tara Jackson's next. And I say Tara's taking the win. Oh, no. She's taking the win. She's putting the work. Yeah. Jack, what do you think? I think she's actually one seed too high. I think she's getting third. I'm gonna go in, in yeah. deck of fit. Deck of fit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same. So I underestimate poor Tara every time. I watch this show. I listen to the show all the time because I always underestimate Tara. <laughs> hey, we're, we're out here to provide chips. We're placing <laughs> chips on shoulders, fuel for the fire. I hope she takes it and it propels her back a spot. 
because that's what I'm predicting. The, <laughs> but like undoubtedly is putting in as much or more work in this space than anyone else in this field, you know? So I, I don't seeing her on the podium, I think is you'd get good odds on. I don't think I would bet it uh, to see her off of the podium, but to beat Lauren weeks, like, and that's, I guess that's a thing, right? I look at, I look at Tara very similar to how I look at myself as an athlete in this space in particular, right? Like we've been, our results have been pretty close to the same and we're very focused on this, but like, and this is going to be a little bit disparaging to me on my end, but it's hard to predict someone to win the big one before they've actually won the big one. Right. So like we've seen, like she's done really well in these gym events and having like stellar times in a strong, but the way that she raced at West Palm was so conservative that there is a world that people are just stretched out away from her and she doesn't give herself enough time. So I'd love to see her be more aggressive and have a plan to reel her in to reel in Lauren, but it's not going to happen if she's just like, I'm just going to run my race. She's not going to win. She's not going to win this race by running her own race. I personally think. Yeah. Well, she's definitely going to have to race to win. Like there, mm-hmm. it's like you said, she's going to have to take that attitude that you took at West Palm, but finish it. <laughs> but be better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Dave, Bridget Brown. Bridget Brown. I got her right where she is. I think she's fantastic. I think she's great. I think she deserves a podium. I don't quite think she has it to me personally. I don't think she has it to, to beat Taryn or Laura, Tara or Lauren. But I think every time I see Bridget run or compete somewhere, I just get more and more impressed. She is just solid across the board. Jack, what do you think? I think I'm actually putting her in fourth. Um, she was actually 30 seconds slower on the 5K than Tara was in Palm Beach. Um, she broke 14 in the the total workout time, but Tara has improved that a ton. I think there's just going to be a little too much separation. Tara's deck of strong was much faster than Bridget's going into West Palm. Um, I'm actually going to have Bridget go up because of how much her, how much her running can improve. Like an athlete that of Bridget Brown, who doesn't have a faster deck of strong than, than Vivian, then Tara was able to have stations, like have a better station station mod than than those two during an event just shows me that like she needs needs to be more aggressive on the run she needs to kind of have if she can have a race kind of like how rylan had where it's just like but pushing into the running a little bit more and being more aggressive and, and being confident that she has it still in the stations i think if she does that and she is aggressive more on the runs because like she's not that much like on a flat 5k i don't think tara's gonna be that much faster than her and if her stations are going to be, if Terra stations are just better than her at the strong, but in a deck fit, I could see Bridget doing it. So I'm, I'm putting Bridget up a second. I don't know what to do with the rest of this. <laughs> Vivian. Vivian Tafudo, Dave Claxton. Vivian, like I said, <clears throat> talked about her earlier, been super impressed with her. She's constantly getting better, constantly getting better. I think she's, I, I got her in the same. I got her position there. I like where she is. Um, I think she will push Bridget, but ultimately Bridget will get the better of her. So I think Vivian next Vivian next year is going to be even better than Vivian this year. No doubt, no doubt on that. Jack, what do you what do you think, Vivian? I'm going down one spot. 
right. I think I see where I'm just watching this. I'm like, Jack, somebody's got to go up. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know where Jack I think I know where. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Now, shoot. Um, I'm also going to have to go. I mean, I don't love having her go down. Okay. I got space. I got space. Okay. I'm going to have Vivian going down as well. Um, And Dave, what you said, she's going to keep getting better and better. She is getting better and better. She's an absolute workhorse. So like she's going to do well in the space just because she doesn't, she's not afraid of working hard. I mentioned on a race room before that she's like, she's a very high level swimmer and swimmers don't necessarily, Oh no, this may have been something different um, that I mentioned this on that swimmers have the ability to do a shitload of volume because they don't have that wear and tear that runners will have. So like the amount of volume that they're willing to put in or what they're used to is much higher than say someone with an endurance background, because it's not always volume with running, right? There's like this balancing act, but in swimming, I think that parlays better into hybrid racing because hybrid, you could just do a shitload of on different stuff. And I think that that's what she's doing. So I think she's going to get better and better, but in this race, it might just be really fast off the front. So either, so it might, people might just pull away from her or she's aggressive and goes and just kind of gets, gets pulled in by the pack. Have her down. Alondra. Alondra, again, I keep an Alondra where she is. Um, I think she'll be right on the heels of Vivian and we'll push Vivian. And I think that will be the part that pushes Vivian because I think Vivian has the most room to grow running wise compared to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I was tempted to put Alondra ahead of her. I don't, it could have went either way, but I just kept it the way it is because I know that I've underestimated Vivian in the past and I didn't want to do so again. So I got her in the same spot, but Alondra is just, just amazing. Jack, second place, move her up. Moving up, I like I it. The, the fact that she she ran that time on turf, you saw the difference once. That's a true. lot of the because it was mainly the guys who uh, showed up in in Denver. Once they got off the turf and ran in a real course like Palm Beach or Chicago, suddenly their minutes faster. That thirty four twenty four on turf, that's got to be at worst thirty three twenty four, which is right up there with Lauren. I think that she she's going to get second. A minute because of turf. The turf in Denver it was a combination of the altitude. The altitude was way more of an issue than the turf. It's not that much slower on turf. It is. It's not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We will see. Acclimated athletes. Up. Acclimated athletes like BJ, Ryan Kent, me, like we we weren't affected by the altitude up there. It, the turf played it was like two and a half minutes. I sent you all those texts, like breaking it down. And you wanted to know your, your just conversion because, rate. Just because you're acclimated doesn't mean that you can perform the same way that you perform at sea level. I'm aware. Yeah. It, it's still going to cost, but I think the turf played a bigger role in terms of top end speed. Anyway, just, what, what I, do you think? Where are you putting uh, Alondra? Oh, I think that she, so this, because she had so much room, coming in as a fifth seed, I think that going up for her is um, is definitely in play. My concern with Alondra is she's not afraid. <laughs> and because she's so unafraid, uh, this time domain is pretty new to her. Um, and especially this distance of running, she's not doesn't come from that running background. So like a high-end 5K for her is a different beast. And if she goes out with Lauren, which I anticipate her doing, like she might die pretty hard. 
but she's very fit. She had a PR in High Rocks. Uh, she's super competitive. She has no problem like, putting team. it out there. She's yeah. on your squad. That's right. Um, the only one performing well on your team. And then <laughs> wait till later. So like, yeah, I think she could get as high as second. I mean, like I wouldn't be shocked if she won. Cause she is strong and, and very aggressive as a racer. Yeah. If so, you got Chris down here. Yeah, I got Chris down. And I mean, we talked about that before, so I'm going to ask you guys a question though. How much do you think it will play in, in here? The, uh, the elevation. Cause I mean, we're going to be as like close to sea level as possible. Do you think the people from, from the higher elevation, do they have a, do they have an advantage in this? There's different thoughts about it. Like some people we've talked, we talk about this on race brain sometimes and Bracken and Bracken's a believer in this, that, yeah, this is a big topic. We've done that. Like coming down isn't always an advantage, especially with these faster time domains, just that you need a little bit of time to reacclimate to sea level. Um, I think that that, in my experience, I'm not that experience coming down yet, but it could be the case. I don't know. Jack, what do you think? Not really. I don't feel, I feel like I can hold my elevation or yeah, my altitude 5k pace for 10k at sea level. I don't feel faster. I just can stretch it out longer. Yeah. So I think it's still an advantage <laughs> and like the best 10k runners, in the the United States, they come down from they they train at altitude. They come down, they'll they'll pop something fast, and they'll just go back up. So, um, I would anticipate the one's at a disadvantage coming up because we're at sea level. Like this is literally on yeah. the ocean. This is as sea level as it gets. So I don't yep. think anybody can make an excuse. It's not Tahoe. No, and though we got coming down, Lauren's coming down, Chris is coming down, and. I'm not Samantha Wood familiar. lives in Manitou Springs. Okay. And then Samantha Wood would be also coming down. Um, Men's Jack, side is basically half the field. Everybody's <laughs> coming down. What do you think, Jack? Where's Chris going to finish? You think? Mm, I could see her probably now that Cassandra is out. I think Chris might finish anywhere from six. That could be appropriate all the way to like 10, depending on how she feels. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt that she'll recover. I'll go down, but only one place. Down. Okay, am I? Okay. What would make – I'm trying to make this make sense, not just do the jack where everybody's down, 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 down. But I guess like and, – And realistically, Chris could get second or something. Like she'll do something stupid just because she always does. So just throw it out there. I think – yeah, am I making any sense with this? I think if she goes up – like it could, like I think she will be part of a chase pack that swallows people who are falling off the back, and that she probably won't give herself enough time. There won't be enough time for her to reel in the podium. But if athletes are falling backwards, I think that she will make them pay. So I think she's going up. Yeah, maybe not to the podium, but like fifth. <laughs> That's up. Well, when you say, does this make sense? I mean, you're dealing with Chris. You don't have to make sense because what she does doesn't make sense. No. So you're no, probably no. right on the money. Exactly. Just do the opposite. Whatever I think, just do the opposite. So Cassandra Carroll, Jackie mentioned she's dealing with something. Yeah. With I, I'm thinking that she's going to be injured. Um, I know that Kevin Gregory is her partner, and he was wondering, he's like, oh, who might be some 
some backups just in case she can't run. So I'm going to, it sounds like she's kind of 50, 50 at this point. I would definitely have her up, but because I'm not confident that she's running, I'd have to put her down. Yeah. But that didn't tell I'm going to take the same. Dave. Yeah. yeah cross the board. <laughs> that leaves space for Laura Cummings to move up. I, I and I, I got some faith in Laura Cummings that not only is she going to move up just because of Chris and Cassandra, but that she's one of those people like Vivian, who's progressively getting better every time who's learning each time where she makes mistakes. And again, someone with that deadly foot speed. So she could go out fast. And if she's able to hold on, you know, maybe she drops back to eight. Like she could, she could go out running with, with Lauren right off the hop. And then she will drop back, but you know, to maybe drop back to, you know, seven, six, somewhere in that neighborhood. So yeah, I think she'll be up. If you took the sleds out of this, she would be over a minute faster uh, or slips in the air bike. She loses yeah. 30 seconds on the sled and on the air bike. Her deck of strong time is in like the low 16s, high 15s. Her, her skill set is undeniable, especially as a runner. Like we know her, her background right there and on paper, she should finish higher, but I think she's kind of seated right where she she'll end up finishing. Oh man. I was going to go same too. Yeah. Now that we're like down here, it's kind of hard. Like, Oh, I picked her to get eighth, but, uh, yeah. I think that's fair. I think there's at least one person below here that can and could beat her, has already beaten her and can do it again. Like, I think there's actually two athletes who are seated below her who have beaten her this year. Um, so maybe I'll go down. I'm going to go down. All right. Talk myself into it. But yeah, like we mentioned, uh, Vivian being the one of those high end scholastic and collegiate athletes, like. Laura Cummings surprised because it gets a scholastic athlete was a footlocker qualifier division one runner Olympic trials qualifier. So Vivian was that in swimming. She qualified for the Olympic trials as well. So they're probably on the sim- similar level in terms of what their accomplishments are. Oh, Potential. Yeah. Only thing that Laura's is was on her feet. And I think that, <laughs> that, 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 that's good in this, this domain. I heard Deca swims coming out. So watch out for Vivian when that happens. Uh, and Lauren's a good swimmer, also. So you, you might have the the top two locked up right there. Yeah, don't. I, I mean, don't make don't don't make jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that, that's been that's yeah. been written on a whiteboard somewhere. That oh, Yancy, yeah. Yancy has a voice note of that in, in, in his archives for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, Shannon Payne. Shannon Payne, I have going down just a little bit. Just a little bit. And not anything really about Shannon, but more about the, the people behind her. I just, I think she's just going to drop just a little bit. Her 5K was 1937 in her PR, but just like Laura, she was over 16 for her stations. I don't think that that's going to be enough to hold off uh, someone behind her. So I'm going down one place. Uh, I'm going to have to agree on this. And uh, her qualifying time was in West Palm. And like I said, there's yeah. there, the, the sleds were just, that was a fast course because of the sleds. Her background is biking, right? Cycling, I guess I we, so. we would say it. That's how we say it. Um, she went 204 on the bike. So that's a, the top women are going about 150. That's, that's a solid, not, not great, but a respectable time. Yeah. Impact, but 248 on the sleds on a fast, uh, fast push, which is, is Lara's time as well. You might see trouble there. Maybe she had bad shoes. I had bad shoes. I blamed my shoes on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Miranda. Koplinski. Miranda is the reason I have Shannon dropping one. I think Miranda's in great shape. She's been on a good roll. 
she's getting more and more confident and getting more and more experience with this. So I think that's going to be enough just to propel her that one spot forward. Jack, I copy Dave. <laughs> Everything you said. Same, same, same. Uh, Miranda actually beat Laura Cummings in New Jersey on the turf, which is where she qualified. Yeah. So according to Jack, this 35-52 is really like a 32-52 if you take it off the turf. So Miranda was top five in uh, Blue Mountain recently. I know she's definitely been focusing on the mountains. Um, I don't know if you looked at the New Jersey splits. They are very difficult to decipher. Like what the Oh, yeah, it's a disaster. I, I tried for like 10 <laughs> minutes and I was like, I can't make sense of this. I don't know where those maps are from. Um, but Miranda is on a hot streak right now. Uh, just kind of like Rylan, just racing herself into fitness, but she's not held together with band-aids and duct tape. So yeah. you got to push her up. She won Fenway just this past weekend, I believe. And she's mm-hmm. pretty, I mean, stadium races haven't been the most competitive races that we've seen of late, but Miranda has been really, really hard to beat in them. I just, the machines, I don't think she spends any time. I think she spends net zero amount of time on deck of stuff. So like, that's where someone like Laura Cummings might end up in, in ahead yeah. of her. Um, but she might be able to take that champagne, but I wouldn't be surprised if she did still beat Laura Cummings just based off fitness and grit. Yep. All right. Samantha Wood. Uh, Samantha Wood. I have her where she is. I, I, I as, as much as I have uh, a faith in Holly Hughes and I've seen her in person and she looked great. I just think that the time difference there, I think Sam has just maybe just got her just by a little bit. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Samantha's only holding 650 pace. She was 21-23 for a 5K. That's just not fast 20. enough to to break into that next group. I have the, the remaining three in the same spot if you just want to fill those in. Did, uh, do, <laughs> what's what's the, what's my shortcut on to do that? No, it's not working. There you go. You did it. It didn't work. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I thought that. That's typically how you do it. Maybe this is yellow dot. Yeah, here. the bottom square. No, no, no. You need the bottom right square. It's not It's yeah. not giving me it, but look, look how it's like side oh, to side. Oh, because you're in sheets. You don't have... You don't have uh, Excel. Just type S and then enter, and then it'll autofill. Welcome to my world, Jack. So oh my goodness! Oh my C's. goodness! Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna do that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go down just because I like Holly Hughes, and I think that she has potential to move up. She's yeah. a sub three marathoner pushing a stroller, right? She's That's great. legit. So she's gonna get to that sled push. That torque thanks me light work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dave, what'd you think for Holly? Yeah, I thought she'd be, I thought she'd be the same. Her and Sam are going to have a great battle and it could go either way. I don't want to underestimate Holly because having seen her run in person, I was really impressed. And just, I was just by math looking at the times. I'm like, ah, you know, that's still a pretty good gap there. And mm-hmm. I just thought maybe that's not enough for her to be able to make it up. It's Michelle Navarro. She was in West Palm. Why are there 13 athletes in this race? I'm pretty sure that she, that when the roll down system happened, literally the exact same second, two people registered and <laughs> they essentially like bought <laughs> their travel at that point before so her they and realized and did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was just a complete glitch and fortunately, well, I guess fortunately, uh, not, not really fortunately for her, but like if Cassandra can't, race because of an injury then you know that'll make it 12 but it was like it it was like the ridiculous small window of of chance that that would happen it was like two in the morning too it was like a crazy time yeah all right 
Cool. I like this. We will we'll, we'll look back at this after the race is done, and we'll make sure everybody knows who did the best. Because I think it's going to be me. Um, but this isn't really. I don't think this is very scorable. <laughs> this is not 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 as tangible of scoring. On to the deal. What is scorable? The Yancey Camp Prediction Contest, which I'll be putting out for this. So be on the we lookout do- later this week. Do for all twelve spots. All have, have people yeah. rank all the all the spots, not not just top five. That would be cool. I don't think that's going to get many people who want to do it. So. What? <laughs> you can all fill right. them in if you want, but yeah. So you know, Survey Monkey doesn't have like a little drop down where you just put a one, a two, well, a five. Well, I'm saying, uh, you know, the more chances people can screw up, the the more. Oh, this is this is for you. This is for this is yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it, I, I got like seventeen different spellings for Rhea Coble's name. She has eight letters in it. So she's a just, she's a she's a weird L. There's an L in there. Still, it looks like there should be a there should be a vowel. There's not. I'm controlling the narrative when it comes to you know your options. Okay. I I, I don't think I've gotten mine the same twice. So I've I've never been in. The same yeah, time. Dave, you've done like David, ugly Dave, Dave, <laughs> lowercase cloud. Yeah, it's it's been. Bad. Is this gonna? You would think Dave. It would be easy, but no, I keep screwing it up. Is this going to count toward yeah. the total? No, nah, independent. Just ah. like High Rocks, independent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, right, I'm right there. I'm like, I'm ready to make a move. Give me one, one good, another good one at Abu Dhabi. I'm in there. I'm taking, I'm yeah. taking down Hammond. Good plug, Jack. All right, Ryland, Dave, what do you think? Uh, I think that Ryland. Do you want to switch going- it up so that Dave doesn't have to go first? Okay. Yeah, man. I'm always like, what's going on here? You're, you're right. cheating off me a whole way. I'm going to crack a beer. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Nice. Non-alcoholic. Oh, we got is, is that is that an athletic brew or no? No, this up? is one for the road by our sponsor from designateddrinks.ca. Not not our sponsor. Yeah. No, my sponsor. My sponsor. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, take yeah. Make sure Send you bill them, bill them for that for that yeah. little plug. Um, yeah. All right, Jack. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Actually, no. You go first. I want to. Okay. I want to hear where you put certain people because you're you. You have a higher stake in this one, realistically. Same stake. I'm putting Ryland down. Putting him down. Put I'm putting him down. Every episode, I try to put him down. And then this this episode is no different. Especially High Rocks, right? He can't break 60, right? Nope. <clears throat> Jack, Cold what do you got? Ryan from about a month ago. Oh, I, I put him <laughs> down also. I was just yeah. Also down. Dave? Oh, uh, yeah. Duct tape's going to rip. I mean, it's, we're just applying those chips. Chips on shit. He's not going to like this. Oh, not no. going to like last time. The thing, I mean, he really was by himself a lot last time. <laughs> he was leading by the after the row. Um, and he has a lot of room and potential to grow on the machines just based off of uh, familiarity and, and just like form and just like how to do these events. So like being able to break the record the way he did in his first event ever Shows that he has a lot of room to grow still, you know? So it's like, it's really hard to... Ryland had a 19-second lead. Yeah. Sorry, the lag. Uh, Ryland had a 19-second lead over Ryan Kent when he put down the farmer's carry. Right. He was in no man's land. Yeah, he really was by himself. His, like, general fitness is, is really, really strong. I just, like, think that there's other athletes in here who are going to come for him. If this race was pre Blue Mountain, I would have picked him to win. Hmm. 
So you're you're more considered about the health. You're can, like, yeah, yeah. And it's not like it's just health. It's just wear and tear. I mean, travel, wear and tear, all of it together. I think it's just enough to just take that little bit away from him. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it's a pretty short race. You know, I think he could probably have the, with the fitness that he had at Blue Mountain if he took two straight weeks off, could probably come yeah. in here and still contend for a win. And he hasn't. So his fitness, I don't think, has been deteriorated that much. And I don't know. I mean, maybe those turns aren't going to feel great. Maybe this floor won't feel great, but it's short enough. It's fast enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to count on it. All right. Kent. Ready for this? Down, right? Same. Same. There we go. Same. So you're moving Magita up, I guess? Yeah, probably. Probably. Probably Riker. Uh, <laughs> um, of, I'm it. going Ryan Kent up. Kent's going up. Like a big champ. Kent is going to do what Hunter did to Kent in High Rocks. After you got beat, comes back, shows everyone who's boss. I think he has that mindset and he's got that fitness. He yep. I, I got him going up too. And the same thing, I think he's been putting in a solid build and he's been focused on this one. I don't want to say just absolutely focused on this one singular goal because Hyrox is in his mind too, but he's he's ready and he's primed to go. So yeah. And where West Palm is probably to his benefit, right? Like West Palm was the first time he was not in control of a deck of fit race, right? Like he he kind of had to play off other people. And at that day, on that date, he wasn't prepared to do that. He wasn't prepared to overextend himself early. He figured like his strengths on the stations would reel him in and, and Rylan is was able to match him close enough on the station so that Kent couldn't put a dent into that lead that Ryland pretty much got from the runs. So has his fitness improved enough to hang around on the runs? Is he going to be willing to take it out to that point? Does he have a plan where he's going to like have a certain spot to really move in certain areas to kind of close gaps on the runs or will it happen again? I don't know. Well, he won't be crossing the line and doing a, uh, an easy bow. That's for sure. He'll be hitting the ground at the end of this. It's going to be a fight. Definitely going to be a fight. All right. We got Magita. Magita's down for me. Yeah. He's got to be down. You, Jackie's picking him down. I'm going down also. Yep. I wish VJ was here. That would have been, mm. that would have been difficult to pick this podium. Um, I'm keeping McGee to the same podium. I think he's going to hold on and I think he's going to get that third spot. And um, yeah, I, it's just a feeling I, you know, he, he went in and he performed very well in West Palm in a really, a really deep field. And I think he's going to do well in this field. The thing I'm interested Somebody with- like overlays some sad music over Rich's face while Dave just said that. Offense <laughs> taken. Yeah. The most offended I've ever been. I invited you to this show. You're, you're plugging this is like your a direct ship year. right there. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, even right. have to wait till tomorrow to hear this. Huh. Okay. That's because he didn't take a waiver on me on OCRWC. That was a that's why yeah. I'm upset now. <laughs> <laughs> I had we had you on the list, Dave. We're like, I know. Should we, should we take Dave here? He's on the list. Three K finished a solid forty four. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um the thing with Megita, right, is like what, where his focus is for this. Like, how much does he actually care about this event? I know he's going to prepare as much as he possibly can for it. 
in West Palm, he, he wasn't super confident in his fitness coming off of injury. Uh, and he just ran smart. He was kind of in like seventh or eighth for a lot of that race really wasn't part of the race. And like when people, myself, Riker, uh, Mark, we've started to fall backwards and David was the one who ate everybody up. So will he engage early to put himself in that race? And if he doesn't, will the same type of result happen with the middle of the pack kind of falling back so he can eat them up? Um, I don't know. Again, I, I don't know how much, how focused he is on here, but his fitness is going to be better. You know, I think he'll be under, he'll be under 30 for sure. He's going to run for places, not the win. And I think that a couple people will run for the win and fade back. And that's going to help David. Speaking of fading back, Nick Riker's up. <laughs> I'm picking him the same. He's going to hang on. I think he's going to do something stupid. Uh, just kidding. Actually, I think he's going to pace it pretty well. I've got him in fifth. Fifth, so down. Okay, so down. I think, sadly, Nick is going to drop a little bit. And again, it's no knock on Nick. I think he's an amazing athlete. I think he's really good at this. But for someone else to move up, Nick has to go down. We have, I mean, you have Ryland down, so he could be. I, I'm not off of Dave's podium, <laughs> right? You pick me yeah, up. Like Ryland's down. You could have that. That's that's yeah. true. All right, all right. Chip removed. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I I think he's gonna. I think Nick's gonna do great. The thing he's gonna put his nose in it, right? And like, yeah. is his fitness gonna hang on more than it did last time? And he's improved. Like his time, I think in Chicago was 30, 50 or something like that, or 30, 40 or something. And he's improved quite a bit from there. He's improved every single time he's come out on this course. He's learned race tactics a little bit more. So I think he's just going to put himself in the mix. And if he's able to separate, and I think he's going to hang on. I don't think he's going to get eaten up. Mark at it. This one, Mark could be really, really good at this. Um, but he just ran a hundred miles, <laughs> you know, and, uh, not everyone's Chris Wiglowski. So he's gonna, I, it's just a logical one to have to go down. Like, I think like, again, I, I think Mark could actually ran probably the third best race in West Palm, but it was just like his sled was bad. Uh, his bike wasn't very good. His sled wasn't very good. Cause it's a shoe choice. Um, but like, I think he's a podium threat in this if he's has a hundred less miles in his legs. Jack, I texted Tyler Beerman and I was like, "What are your thoughts on Chris and Mark going out uh, doing Deca?" And he just basically replied one word, "Insane." So <laughs> I don't think that he's. Uh, I don't think he's he's dumb about how your body's going to feel after this. So the fact that Mark's trying this, and I think he's going to do the the relay with McGee after, like that's insane. I kind of think that's why he's going. Yeah, yeah. Gave his word, but it'll be <laughs> so impressive that he's even trying this. Honestly, it's foolish, but it's impressive. Yeah, Mark, Mark was great to watch during WTM. It was awesome and so freaking gritty. Um, but I just think for this and this level of competition, again, that wear and tear, same theories with Chris, to apply it to her and not to apply it to Mark would be you know, hypocritical. I Yeah, I just think, unfortunately, Mark's going to get a little swallowed up by this. 
Yeah, like, is he just going to go for it, burn it down? <laughs> or just that would like, be cool. I would say do that. Or he's going to be like, let me just save, run this doubles, get a world championship under my belt. Um, I don't know what the competition is going to be like for him in doubles. So I, they could probably, he could probably burn it down and still be all right. But all right, Dylan Scott, Dylan's going out. Dude is fit. Oh, yeah. Jack? You're muted, Jack. This Mr. The, 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 lag, the lag wasn't bad right. enough. He's like, let me just mute myself every Dog, time. Too. The dog's barking. Uh, yeah. Would it be a prediction show if I didn't say Dylan was going down? Yeah, you just oh. talk, talk some shit on Dylan. <laughs> down, take that. Yeah. Dude is just angrily gritting his teeth against peach rings right now, furious. <laughs> And if Jack keeps this up, he'll end up winning the whole thing. <laughs> right, this is probably probably <laughs> yeah. this is a good this is a good sign. A for Dylan. More years, he's just keep going. Yeah, uh, I've got Dylan going up. I think his performance at High Rocks was great. He's in good shape, and because of a scenario with Mark Goddard heading uh, down, I, I think Dylan ends up reaping the rewards of that. Yep. Right. The like he thinks he's under thirty. I think so too. It's just like the top end speed, like his top end speed. You know, it's like, I think there's just going to be a barrier. I think he will naturally, if he is going to outperform like a Nick Riker, he's going to do like what Makita had done to the field in West Palm. Like just, but not necessarily by design, (laughs) but by uh, uh, just that's the race he's going to have to run is just like putting it all out there and people are going to come back and he's not going to fade. He's going to keep, keep rolling forward. Now, if they do the deca deca, so ten of these back to back, Dylan's got a mate. He's going to smoke everybody. Well, we're going to be seeing him do this with uh, eating a bunch of hot dogs pretty soon, I think. Dylan can chow down, man. He can throw back some food. He, his deca have to announce that his deca dog five thousand probably won't be too much slower than his deca fit. <laughs> I would add. I would probably add. I don't know. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, Ninety yeah. seconds. Yeah. Can I get flown in to, to commentate on that one? Oh, Total. Definitely. Definitely. So nine seconds per hot dog eaten. I'm sure Dylan's got practice. Yeah. Contribute to our Patreon so we could fly ugly Dave out for commentary for the deck of dog five K. Yeah. All right. Me, Rich Ryan. I'm going up. Seven seed. Second place. That's good of value. Course. Which one are you doing? I got Kent. I, I'm, it could be, I don't know. And it could be. No, better. no, you got Kent the same. I got so Kent the means- same. That means you're I could saying, be fifth. I could be second. I don't know. Yeah. Could be. A I don't see anybody else up above him unless he thinks Dylan's going to. Dylan win. could this, win. This is just saying that Rich Ryan is a confident man, and because of that, I'm going to have to go up as well. Going up. No, you never know, Dylan. Those Nike Airflows, or no, Street Flows, and his cargo shorts. He might be on the po- the top spot of that podium. Who knows? Dylan's making khakis cool. All right, here we go. Rich Ryan. Up with a bullet. Yep, going up. This is good value. You know, honestly, value value pick. This is Andy Doobie in the seventh round or whatever. Like, well, this is you stashing people. Seat is bad. This is Rich Ryan in the High Rocks top 15. Big difference. <laughs> yeah. Jumping up. Same kind of deal. We're going up. Feel, I feel good. We'll just leave it at that. Feels feels good. So now, Anas, where am I now? How am I going to do this? Um, shit. I don't know what to do here. 
Uh, I'm have, I'll say up. I'll say up. We're going up. I'm going up also. I don't know how far. That's the that's the tricky thing. I think he's definitely going to challenge people for a good portion of this race. If you, I just don't think that he has mastered transitions yet, which is something that obstacle athletes and hybrid athletes are used to. He's only has a couple of races under his belt. Literally fantastic. He's a good athlete as well, just in general body ability. But I think, you know, rushing in and out of stations, knowing to press a button to start it, picking up, having the, the right direction when you, when you're going in and picking the mat and stuff, I think that he's going to lose a few seconds here and there, and that's going to backfire. Dave. Yeah, I got him uh, going up again, just a little bit, not too much, but only because I don't think that Anas has been in a field like this. When, you know, he, he had the, the chance where he pretty much run his own. I think that, this field is going to push him in places that maybe he's not ready to do. And I don't think he has the race strategy that some of these other guys have. So even though I think he's going to go up, I do not think it's going up a lot. I think again, his going up might be more of a case of Mark Goddard coming down. Yeah. It's like, how much could he possibly outrun the field after all of these things? Right. Like, like can he run a 16 flat? You know, he might put people in a stupid position though. It's like, Oh crap. He's for real. He's been, this monster hiding in the dark, like Cody Moak coming out for world champs. You only saw him once or twice throughout the year. And now here he is on game day. You don't know. Could, is he going to finish the whole thing? Is he just a flash of the pan at the beginning? It's going to be tough, but I, I believe in the guy. Yeah. That's what's scary, right? If he gets a lead early, like 15, 20 seconds, super early and people are like biding their time. It's not that long of a race. You know, could he get away? I don't know. If I was him, I would push the pace, honestly. You've got to use your use the running to your ability at the beginning. I think he will too, right? And that could, you know, but that's what I mean. I don't know if anybody would go with him. Yeah, that's true. I think, yeah, the guys in this race are too seasoned and too smart to get caught up in that. And everybody knows how fast he is. So, at, But what if he's fitting all the stations too? Yeah, yeah. You know, but if you have to go, maybe he never Redland goes touched a ski erg. He never touched a ski erg. Uh, the only two times he had were at the first race in NorCal and then at his second race in SoCal. Those are the only times that he has data for, but he's been working on the ski erg since then. So there's no way he's going to do like a two flat or a 205, whatever he ended up doing last. He's got to be a lot faster than that. He got sleds. He's It's not the same as the torque sled, but he's been specifically doing sled work. I'm sure you've seen some of his stories, just his running form. That guy is a gazelle with how, how efficient he looks. I know it's 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 my weakness. I usually pick the strong runners, but I think he's gonna he's gonna show people up. Came through for us, Jack. Doing what you do. Gotta do it. All right, we got Chris Woolley. Um I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to go same here, I think. I'm picking him in fourth. He's going up. Fourth. Wow. You're a big you're a you're a big Chris Woolley fan now. There's a reason he's coming over from Australia. He's been testing his metrics. He's on fire right now. Dave? Wow. Well, just to be all over the board, I have him going down. All right. Just <laughs> that that kind of Is this the only 
Yeah. Is this the, the only line where someone's different on everything? It might be. So. Oh, Bridget Brown also. Sam Down up. Okay. Yeah. 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 It just to me, it's just that travel. Like he is the only one facing that kind of thing. And again, he hasn't been in this field. I just I think though I think the people that were in West Palm have such an advantage mm-hmm. having been in that in that kind of lion's den. So again, I know Chris Willie is an absolute beast. I just think I think this is just a bad scenario for him. My question is is he fast enough? You know, like that seems he has all the intangibles. He has a massive engine. He's crazy athletic. But like what is his 5k run? Do you know, Jack? Um, he only ran an 18 24 last time, but he had come off of like knee surgery within the past year. And I know that he was doing a ton of cross training specifically for that. Um, I remember for OCR, OCR starts, he ran like a 436 mile roughly. And, uh, I, I know that he's in the 16s for his 5k. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just a question mark with him always generally yeah. in this space. Like how Where's his high end speed? So everything else. He can fake it though. Well, yeah. And like this, this race is short enough. It's fakeable. All right. I'm gonna go down. Killian. Put his nose in it, but I don't know how prepared he is for this. He's been winning a lot of Spartan races. Uh, Granted they're local. He's, he's fit compared to where it was like a year ago, but I'm also going down. Dave. Yeah, um, make it three of a kind. Mostly just because I don't think Killian really... Let's, I don't want to say he doesn't care, but I don't think this is as high on his radar as other things. And I think that in order to do well in this field, you're going to have to be focused. This, men, this men's field in particular. Yeah. yeah. Like there's several athletes who are just hybrid athletes in this field. Um, so I think that that's fair. I think that's fair. All right. So Ryland went down. Kent with the same. Jack Bauer's going up. That top yeah. spot's open, baby. Top spot's open. We're not picking numbers. We're board. just saying I'm going up. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you're not going to win. You know, it's, yeah. avail- it's available for you on there. Yep. No, I, I agree. You left the spot open right there. Uh, I'm 100% putting myself up. Yes, sir. Everybody's up. Look at us. See, we, we said we were going to be objective and we lied. We just kissing <laughs> our own asses, telling us. Hey, I, I, I know where my fitness is versus where it was before. If I don't get caught up with a uh, judging error on the lunges at the beginning and I got to stay in contact, you know, after the first run, I'm just going to see what happens, but I'm, I'm confident where I'm at. All right, and Derek finishing it. Um, him and Killian have had battles. I think Killian's beat him. I think Derek's beat Killian. Um, I don't know how prepared he is. He's kind of a late entry here. I'm just going to go same. Yeah. Back. Um, It's going to be a burpee off between him and Killian, in my opinion. And it took Killian a minute 35 and Derek a minute 16. It's going to be tough to call, but I think Derek's going to stay the same just because 
he changes his uh his Instagram handle from like Yorick Fit to Yorick Fitish whenever he's feeling fit and not fit. He didn't change <laughs> it back to Yorick Fit yet. So I'm gonna have to say that he's just fitish. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, the insight yeah. you're looking for. That's strong. Dave, I didn't mean to speak for you on that one. That's right. Yeah, I'm going the same too. I'm just looking at you just looking at the time and the difference between him and Killian. And uh that is quite a margin. And I don't think that Derek has done anything to warrant being able to make up that difference between the two of them. He just broke 13 for the first time in DecaFit. Um, so he has stepped up his anaerobic game. And I know we talked about Anas maybe being the one who goes out super fast, but Derek, he, he had <laughs> 116 opening 500 once, which is essentially four flat mile pace for more than a lap around the track to start it off. So we'll see if he's learned from his mistakes in the past, but uh, who knows? Short course. I, I totally hope he does that because that would be exciting. That'd be awesome. I want to see people yeah. do that. I want to see your commentary if he does that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, if, if he does that, we're just picking him to win the rest of the way. There's no coming back from that, right? If you <laughs> you're done. You got that kind yeah. of fitness. Um, let's so, uh, let's do – go ahead, Jack. I, I was going to say I definitely don't have time to do this for the other two events. If we no, no, no. Let's, let's just do – let's try to wrap this up in the next five to ten and uh, – okay. And get you guys to let's bed. do like I mean, bold Jack, picks. Jack, this is the, early for the, you. The this is early for you. You're, you're on mountain time going west, going east. You have like another six hours to your night, I think. No, I woke up at 4 a.m., so I'm a little tired. Still oh got to get God. in a shakeout run as well. So. I'm, surp- I'm surprised you even went to bed. 4 a.m. It's crazy. Yeah. So, how, how do you want to do Deca Fit, uh, Deca Strong, Deca Mile? Let's, let's do it in that order because that's the order it's going to be run. Uh, do we just want to do. Top three or just yeah. story or people to look for top three in a dark horse. Okay. Uh, Jack, you're first this time. Hold on. I gotta, you go ahead and I'll, uh, we're doing strong. We're doing strong right now. Um, you got stats on strong. Um, not a ton. I've reached out to a lot of people. I have stats on one, two, three, four women for their splits. Alondra sent me your video. I didn't have time to watch it on the, the plane to break it down. Right. But I that's, I mean, that's the problem. Cast, so yeah. Well, well, numbers. Yeah. So yeah, I thought, I thought Tara broke the old record since that 1259 uh, at, is like what it used to be after so, seating. Correct. Yeah. So hers is towards 2023. Yes. yes. It is. And oh, nice. Yeah, so, I, I think Tara is going to win. She is as dialed in as anybody. Um, I know she won't be fresh, but it is the day after. Is she running teams? That actually might affect. I don't believe she is. Okay. I would go all solo if I was, if I was Tara, um, just for that. Um, but yeah, I think she's as dialed in on specificity. It doesn't mean she's the strongest. It doesn't mean she's the most anaerobically skilled athletes because I think there are a couple high-level CrossFit athletes right behind her who can do some damage. Um, But I think due to her knowledge of what it's going to feel like specifically at nine minutes in on this particular station, that's going to make the biggest difference for her. I think second place, um, she just won another team title on CrossFit Mayhem Freedom. Taylor Williamson going second place for her. Third, Maddie Jones, who has the number one seat at the moment. Um, another CrossFit Games team competitor. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be your podium. 
Alondra Greenlee is a freak um, as well in terms of her athletic ability. But so she'll be my wild card. I could see her shaking up the podium potentially. Uh, Dave. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tara to win as well. I think uh, probably as Jack said, she is the best DECA athlete, you know, and just ready, ready to go with this. So I'm going to Tara in first, Maddie in second, because she's just been doing great. Um, I do have Alundra going into third, and it's not really a dark horse, but uh, uh, you know, Vivian Tafudo again, she's just been fantastic and could very easily knock one of those girls off if they make the slightest mistake. I'm going to go Taylor Rich, Williamson. Switch to my wild card. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah. Who did you, who did you have? You had Alondra. Yeah. I had uh, Alondra, but yeah. yeah. Good. I'm picking Taylor Williamson to win this. Like, Dave, have you seen Taylor Williamson? Mm-hmm. Impressive. Like, the if, if this athlete put three weeks of work into DECA and has anybody to tell her how to do, like, the sit-ups and stuff, she, like... <laughs> If you watched any of my YouTube videos, plug, then her high-end output, her power is not going to be matched by anybody in this field. Like just like how well she's going to be able to move through the machines. Like this is a DECA event, but it's a CrossFit workout. It's a CrossFit sprint chipper. That's what this is. So like once CrossFit athletes catch this as like, hey, they're giving away $3,000 out there. Like I'll go for that. Like I don't think she would be coming if she's not prepared. So I I tried to get uh, to get Carolyn Prevo to come to this, and uh, I thought we were getting close, but not quite. Right, exactly. Like put her, give her a month. What'd she say? She's interested. She just it just timing wise hasn't worked out yet. She said the rogue. She was over at rogue, right? Yeah, did pretty well. Uh, then I'm gonna do Maddie just for the same uh, same thing that I said. It's the high end ability of a CrossFitter. I don't think. Uh, is is easy to match as one of uh, people who are going to need to spend a lot of time doing aerobic work and kind of working on aerobic threshold as opposed to just being anaerobic power, anaerobic threshold over and over and over. And then we'll do Tara third um, with Alondra as a wild card. But ah, yeah, fine. Tara is about 15 seconds faster than, than Maddie Jones on the bike. Um, so that's, I think, is going to be the difference maker between the two of them. On a deck of strong? Yeah. Huh. Based on the splits that I was able to find. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie Jones is from a, a little bit back. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive then if Tara's able to do that. Um, yeah. Tara will win this on transitions. She's more dialed yes. in than any other girls, any of the other girls on the, the event as a whole. Well, transitions are – that's the issue with these events being gym-based. That can vary mm-hmm. – 20 seconds of time, honestly. Yep. Where Maddie's at is they do it right down at um that's where Ryan Corning and uh, yeah, Bruce Jackson. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or get it. Uh, yes. Get it. So yeah, they they have it set up right. So her her transitions are probably pretty true, um, which is why she has a very fast time. But I think transitions is just a, a matter of the setup, typically. I mean at this level. All right. Dudes, Dave, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Corning to win. Big Ryan uh, Corning. As, yeah. As right. this is, I think, like he, you know, I mean, obviously Kent's great. These other guys are great, but this is the big thing to him. He is focused solely on this one. 
So I'm going to, it's, it's, it's not a sure thing for sure. I got Kent for second. Okay. Uh, for obvious reasons, he's amazing. And I'm going with Bubbles the Clown for third. Hey. Okay. And then as a wild card, Rich freaking Ryan. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's my guy right there. I like it. Yeah, I think I think I think Kevin, Kevin and Ryan are both focused on the strong as their main things. And I think the fact that they will not have done a full deck of fit the night before may help them out a bit. So given that just that little bit. For sure. So. For sure. Uh Kevin's gonna be doing mixed doubles, maybe yes. it sounds like. And when he when he does that, it's just us kind of all the station. So it won't, like he doesn't yeah. get the, the pounding of the running. Uh I'm taking Kent to win this, man. Like no doubt. No doubt. Then I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna Corning go. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna see this Ryan Geiger apparently is legit on the bike. Then we'll go Corning third, throw myself in there as that wild card, baby. Mountain biker. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jack. And then we'll or uh, Kent uh, Jack, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I also have Ryan Kent winning. Um, it's deck a strong then mile, right? Strong is the first event on day two that they'll be Correct, yeah. Okay, just making sure because I was like, if you have fit and mile, that, that might affect this a little bit. Yeah, I, I think Kent wants this. Um, I think Ryan Corning, you do not want this guy closing in on you with burpees. Everyone says Kent's the fastest at it. Look at this guy, uh, he was like 55 seconds for 20. 20 burpees at the end of his second fastest uh, deck strong ever. Got him in second. Um, Third, I also agree. Bubbles the Clown is going to be having a monster showing right there. Um, Super efficient. He sent me a split. He's he's all in on this. He's going to be fresh on day two, just like uh, Ryan Corning. And uh, I think because you got gypped from deck a mile, you weren't able to participate. I think that you're going to leave it all out there, Rich, and if yeah, the, uh, the dark horse that could sneak up. That'd be sick to sneak on a podium and something like this. I would love. I mean, it's going to be like so. The powerful athletes, the Cornings, the Geigers, the the the, the Kevin Gregories, they kind of have to pace themselves a little bit on this. Where for me, full send right from the start. So if I can get away and manage the bike, who knows? That's what Kent's going to be able to do to these athletes that, that they're really going to have nothing to like. Kent has an 1130 deck as strong as a record at altitude, like in the middle of a training block. Like he hasn't done one at sea level and he's, he's much faster at every single station and where everybody can catch him is where people will, where they would make up time on someone like me or even like Rylan would be uh, on the bike. And Kent's pretty good. He's not as good as Corning or bubbles on the, or, Ryan Geiger on the bike, but he's going to put, he's probably going to be there 15, 20 seconds before them, I think. And I don't think they got that much time on him. So I think he wins that. Yeah. If you look at the side by side splits of their best times, Ryan would have reached the bike 16 seconds faster at Ryan Kent versus Ryan Corning if they went in a real head to head and then get off at the exact same time. That's how much of a, of a difference maker Ryan Corning is on the bike. Uh, all right, let's uh, one more. Take a mile. Let's move through this quick. Yep. We are running low on time here. That, that piece is all sorts of funny. All right. Uh, I'm up. 
Yep. You come up. On the women's side, Meg Jacoby's winning this thing. I think Alondra for second. I think Bridget for third. Um, she pairs in that mix too. So this is where, remember I said soccer player is going to be good at these st- short stop and goes. Bridget was a D1 soccer player. So, mm-hmm. and I think she's the best athlete, just like from an athleticism standpoint in this entire field. And this is a part that this is an area where athleticism, I think could matter. So I'll put her there, put Tara for wild card just to get more chips on them shoulders. All right. I'm up. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll there you go. Um, so this is where I make the boldest prediction of the show. I'm going to pick Tara Jackson. I think she's winning the whole thing across the board. I actually think she will get that, whatever the answer is. You want the triple crown? Golden, triple crown, gold. whatever you think. I wow. think she has a chance to do it. Will she do it? Maybe, maybe not. But I think she has a, a really good shot at it. I really believe she's that dialed in. Um, then the next two, I was really wavering back and forth between Alundra and Meg, and it was really hard. But I guess just with recency bias, I'm going to take Meg second and Alandra third. If Tara can beat a fresh Meg Jacoby on her third race, like, shouts to her. We've yeah. ever, but like we haven't seen Megan anything, but this is the only thing she's ever done is deck a mile. It's yeah. an affiliate. Um, and oh, my wild card, Heather White, because all right. that's, my, that's my Timo effects girl. Heather White yeah. is going to be awesome. That's Heather White. She's definitely moving up in the standings. Definitely going up. This this is pretty stacked. This mile is really freaking stacked. Jack. Yep. All right. Don't let the twenty forty four fool you. Uh, she's fresh. Meg Jacoby. She's gonna win this one handily, I believe. Um, second place, I'm also going to go Alondra Greenlee. Um, third place, Bridget Brown. Very similar reasons that, that you mentioned, Rich. I think that that quick turning, it, like I, I wish that I went first because I would have said it, but you made a good point there. Thank um, you. I think that that, that agility is going to make a big difference. Uh, my wild card, we're forgetting about Lauren Weeks. I know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's nothing... <laughs> Like Tara is going to have done Decca strong right before this. Lauren's not. And I think that that little extra rest is going to, and not damage is going to help her out. Yeah. I mean, this women, this might be the most stacked race of the weekend. Top to bottom. This, this is just like, this is going to be really good. It's going to be really solid. Like, uh, Chris Roglowski's had the record at this. Bridges had the record at this. Meg Jacoby has the de- the High Rocks World Record. Alondra's had the record in this. Tara has the Deca Strong uh, record. Like, there's really good. Maddie Jones has had, has had the Deca Strong record. Yep. Lauren Weeks has had that the High Rocks record. This field is nasty. This might be the best field of the of the whole weekend. Top it's going to be an epic race. And that's why I said in the beginning, the mile is going to be the one to watch. It's just a bummer. It's like the time of it is like later in the day on Sunday and Atlantic city is like not that easy to get to. So I think people would not, it's not going to be well attended in the stadium, Yeah, which is a bummer, but you'll have to, you have to bring that noise. Luckily there'll be a fantastic live stream of it that they can go and they can watch and they can check even if they're not attending in person. Brought to you by Canadian NA beer as well. Yeah. 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 All right, they, we all they they give they sell an athletic brew too. So, all right, you want me going first on the uh, deck of miles since I haven't gone first yet? You go first. 
All right. I think uh, one, two, three, right from the top. Glenn. Ryland first. Ryland first. Brian Kent second. Glenn third. I actually think that Glenn has a chance of leading this thing until the air bike. If you look at his splits, that guy is going to be fresh. He doesn't have a day of DecaFit uh, and Deca Strong before him. That's You're going to see him in the mix, like a serious contender for a good chunk of it. Uh, it just depends on how that bike goes, and I just don't think that he has the power for it. Um, fourth, Dylan Scott. You got to, you know, that's he's not running strong beforehand. Volume is not an issue for him. Um, he wants to run fast. He'll do it. Uh, me now. I will. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Kent here too. Kent Ryland, the homie Dylan, and the wild card Magida. Yeah. <sighs> I went back and forth on this a lot, and I mean, this is the one. Magida's doing all three, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is the one where I would have liked to pick Ryland because his deck of mile time is just so insane. Crazy. Like it's off the chart, but I really, really believe. And then adding on those extra, I believe he's beat up going in and then he's going to do two more races beforehand. So he's going to be even more beat up. I don't know if he's in the relay or not. I really hope he's not because he needs, he needs some kind of rest. But because of that, I got to give it to Kent then Ryland. And then, yeah, I think Glenn can take third. I think he's, he's the most focused on this. He, he, he'll be ready for it and that'll allow him to take third. And uh, for my wild card, I'm taking Team OFX, Dylan Scott, man. All right. Team OFX out here representing, you got a female team out here too. Female team, Heather White and Bethany McChesney, who I believe strongly, they have a shot at first, but, uh, but, but I think definitely a really solid podium contender. I think they have a shot at first. Who's their who's their main competition? Uh, I think that it is. Who is it? Um, I want to say it's Maddie and someone actually. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think the team with Bridget. Oh, not sorry. With uh, um, Bethany and Heather is better than the team than with Bethany and Lanny. Uh, I I kind of think so too. And it's known. It's not definitely not a lock knock to Lanny where she's so lightning fast. But it's just it puts this in a scenario where they lose a little bit of speed from Lanny to Bethany, but Heather is just so fast on the machines compared to what Bethany can put out. And not a slow runner. No, and not a slow runner either. Like Bethany is like in that 17 something 5K kind of girl. Nice. So so yeah, I think they have a lot good shot at a good shot at first and a huge shot at a podium. All right, boys. Yeah, and true on back to Canada. <laughs> we hope we hope that for you. In true race brain fashion. We did almost two hours. That's kind of where we where we wanted to be. So great that job is. by us. Great job by us. We just get talking. Too much, so much to talk about. So make sure we check out OFX podcast. Is the draft available now? Uh, it'll be out in probably the next day or so. Okay, cool. So make sure you check them out. Subscribe. Lot doing great work up there covering the hybrid space getting involved in the, in the news area and just like really doing a great job, consistent work on the OFX. Make sure you check out that. Dave, thanks for joining us today. We'll have to make sure you come back. Absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you in a couple of days, everybody. See you guys.